0: This is Wave Talks Fitness for Humans. So who's 3 wave? Who are you listening to right now? Well, the company itself is an online space for fitness and fun, for community and support and what else, guys? Knowledge? Knowledge, great.
1: Experience? Good. Programs.
0: Wonderful.
2: Training Hilarity.
1: support.
0: Hilarity? Perfect. We've so let's, all
1: got the giggles now.
0: <laughs> let's talk a little bit about who you're listening to or watching right now. Let's start over there with Jess. Talk a little bit about yourself. Tell us in 13 seconds or less who you are and your entire history.
2: My name's Jess. I've been in the fitness industry for about 10 years now. I've tried Many, many, many things because I get bored rather quickly and it's hard to hold my attention for very long, as you'll notice through these podcasts. And my favorite candy is not candy, it's chocolate.
0: That's a hard pivot from experience into candy. Perfect. I love it. Next up, Diana or Dee.
1: I have been in the fitness industry for just over five years, uh, training clients in person mainly. And now with 3Wave, we're having some fun training clients remotely online. Um, I do have a bit of experience with bodybuilding, but my specialty with training is in the pre and postnatal world. Um, It's been lovely to learn about all that kind of stuff. So So now I'm talking myself into a circle and I don't know what else to say.
0: Perfect. (laughs) circles are fun
1: my favorite candy oh boy is all the candies
2: (laughs) the gummy ones yeah do you like to bite the gummy bears heads off and then put the heads on new bodies so you get two different flavors in one i don't i love doing that i'm gonna have to try that now (laughs) just superimpose their heads onto other bodies
0: I Cameron, who are you? (laughs) Nope, this is the one. Alright, so I'm Cameron. Uh, My fitness history is storied because I have about five years in the fitness industry, about 400 years ago, and then I got back into it around 2013. And in between that, I've pretty much done every single job under the sun. So it gives me a very vast swath of experience. Swath. Swath of experience. Does I'm it give gl- you
2: a moth of experience? I don't want a moth of experience. When, when you say swath, I just picture like a really dirty cloth, like, <laughs> <so I can laughs> swath.
0: I'm sticking with it. Okay. I'm committing I'm committing to it. What I, about you know, a covered sloth? in coffee beans, like,
2: just what? covered in coffee beans from the counter, just like swath.
0: Why like, like whole coffee beans? No, kind like, the, like grounds, I like the ground. grounds oh, left the grounds over from the espresso. Coffee machine? grounds, not yes, coffee beans. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Just I, I had this visual of like a cloth with like full <laughs> coffee beans somehow like stuck to it. <laughs> it Disgusting I, brown I cloth. I have
1: lovely like hand crocheted ones from my Nona, so they're like really loosely crocheted, so for sure coffee beans could get stuck in it.
0: <laughs> so Anyway, continue. Um, Fitness. Well, no, uh, what about my favorite candy? Yeah. What about that, huh? You guys about, got to talk I about thought your, thought favorite
1: your favorite candy. My favorite candy was Swabs. <laughs> it is now.
0: It's it's really not. It's really not. My favorite candy is apparently shame <laughs> and embarrassment from this whole experience. But so, no nuts. No nuts. No
1: nuts in the shame.
0: Maybe maybe now's the time for me to try. <laughs>
1: Don't
0: do it. We've gotten there, folks. This is wonderful. Um, yes, uh, my favorite candy is possibly white chocolate. And oh, Jess is losing her microphone. Yeah, white chocolate. Um, yeah, I, really, I, I enjoy little bits of white chocolate infrequently. Um, but sometimes I like jelly candies, too. Uh, I'm a complex individual who requires probably the mental... Like aspect of candy versus the physical aspect, and I just haven't figured that out yet.
2: So he definitely likes to take the heads off gummy bears and put them. I
0: don't. I've never thought of that before in my life. If I want a two-flavored gummy bear, I eat two gummy bears at once. It's what everybody else listening did up until you suggested that they (laughs) masochistically bite the heads off the gummy bear. I do oh. like
1: those jelly baby candies though, and I definitely like am conscious of <gasps> conscious of what I'm biting off of
0: them. Oh, the British ones, the jelly, yeah. the jelly They're tots. they like firm. No, no, the jelly tots, like the little no, dots. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, these are jelly babies. You're out. Jelly you
1: know? babies. Leave. That's...
2: I like to eat babies. So yeah, what? that's messed up. You think it's bad? I cut the heads off my <laughs> and, gummy bears. And, and I'm the pre and
1: postnatal one.
2: <laughs> yeah. And well, I eat babies. That fuels her.
0: If you
1: ate Jelly Babies, you would know.
0: All right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, in this first podcast, let's talk a little bit about um, what's changing about fitness. Because it seems timely that we talk about where we think fitness is going. we're, We're at the beginning of October 2020 right now. And we've gotten through the first... It's not a wave, because maybe the wave never ended, but we've gotten through the first chunk of this whole like COVID reality. And we've seen a lot of things happen. And now as everybody starts to kind of burn out from it, according to what I see, it's getting a lot worse again. So we're probably, you know, either A headed for just a new normal where we accept that everybody's gonna get COVID eventually. Or we're going back into some sort of a you know shutdown or uh, restrictions on our day-to-day lives. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's go back to the beginning first and look at you know what happened to the fitness industry right at the outset. Well, a lot of gyms started to close. We weren't allowed to leave the house in a lot of different places, and for a lot of people that just threw their routine out the window. A routine that you've been doing for years, where you you go to the gym after work, after school, or before work, before school. The gym was that sanctuary that was the temple that you worshipped fitness at. Did that make sense? No? Perfect. Um, (laughs) Makes
1: sense, I got it.
0: But it was a specific safe space to be vulnerable about that aspect of your life or to be strong about that aspect of your life depending on how you look at it and when that's taken away all of a sudden there's this mourning process that you have to go through almost like where you're stuck at home you're not used to working out at home you miss the gym but you also for a lot of people and there's a few people that are like not gonna resonate with this at all and that's totally okay but there's a lot of people that just kind of went like okay well what now? Like, I guess I just sit and catch up on all 11 seasons of Frasier. Um, or, <laughs> For or some. not. Or Friends. Or Farscape. Or, and another F show. Um, did you guys only watch F shows? Did you guys not run out of ideas and start like coming up with crazy things? Like, I'm only going to watch shows that start with the letter F. Apparently that might just be me. Anyway, moving on. The, that, that pivot into having to be home and work from home and work out from home was probably a lot harder psychologically than a lot of people realized because your home for so long was not your workout space. It was not your workspace. And now all of a sudden, we all have to try to manage all of these things. So the work thing becomes more important, according to me, because that's what pays you money to stay in your home. Whereas, The workout stuff again is a little more alien I think for most people to try to do within the home. But after a couple of months we start to see, what do we start to see? All of a sudden the cost of dumbbells and kettlebells goes through the roof and you can't find one to save your life. Uh, If you were smart you made your mortgage payment by selling off the gym equipment that you'd already bought last year. Uh, on craigslist because you could sell a 10 pound dumbbell that didn't have like a second dumbbell for about 150 bucks so that was like april may june-ish i'd say that we started to like get through that first curve when everybody was like trying to like you know bicep curl rolls of toilet paper because they were not only like you know the only thing that we had a lot of but also were the one thing that everybody was trying to get. Um, And we get to the spot where now people are searching online for fitness, uh, like online fitness stuff, trying to figure out if you know their old routine could translate to the stuff they're doing at home. And, And we just get to this point where We're kind of in the last three months, let's say August, September, October, some people started going back outside. Gyms started to reopen, but weirdly, um, a lot of people weren't sure if they should go back to the gym. A lot of people were really, you know, not on board with not going back to the gym. So the day that opened, they were back in there full-fledged, full force. Um, You know, it's a totally different landscape. So let's talk a little bit about where we think, like from right now, fitness is going to go because we see a lot of like, I guess, different trajectories, home fitness, uh, limited gym space now, because you have to have like literal breathing room in in a gym. Um, or does it go the that third way where everybody just kind of goes, meh, whatever, and just goes for it. And if you get COVID and die, then you were just one of the unlucky ones.
2: I think you're right about the two mainstreams. So some people are going to stay home and some people are going to go to the gym. The difference is the people who go to the gym, it's going to be for a major premium. If you thought your gym was expensive before, you just wait because now you're going to have to pay two, three times what you were paying for four to keep that gym open. Right. Because of the lack of space, they can only have about one third of capacity of what they were having before. So if you're paying 60 dollars for your gym, expect to pay something closer to 180 in the future, because if for them to stay open, they're going to have to. The more um, convenient and plausible way that a lot of people are going to go is creating gym spaces on their own or outdoor fitness, it's one of the two, right? Uh, Because going to a gym is gonna just be too expensive for most people. The amount of people that were already using um, the reason that it was too expensive to have a gym membership at $60 a month, really now feel that they can't afford that. And the majority of people can't afford much more than 60 to $150 a month for a gym pass. Realistically, that's just disproportionate to the income in uh, where we're living. And I imagine for a lot of people, so I think you know, trying to find alternatives online has been a go-to for most people, but now they're starting to find that the information that's online is so generalized, so generalized that they can't use that or they start to have more pain that's why you know instances of physio and massage and other forms of therapy have actually increased people are not only under more stress but they're getting more injured from being working at home or from doing programs that aren't built for them so i think you know online personal programming and premium in gym memberships are going to be the two major ways that people choose to go depending on what their income is realistically And then in the future, we might have this huge difference in health. You might start seeing, you know, uh, people that are not as in good shape as they have been in the past at the same age range because of the pandemic. That's a possibility in generations too, right? So some generations, you know, how younger generations are more glued to the phones, well, they might also have a portion where they're, you know, having difficulty with physical health because they've been teenagers during a pandemic. We don't know. There's going to be long term fallout from what we're experiencing in the next two to five years. What that actually looks like, not sure. We can only hypothesize that.
1: I mean, we could take it the other way where what has happened has caused a lot of people to take stock of how they were living their lives and change their lives in some ways for the better. Mm-hmm. So while a lot of gyms close down and we know a lot of reopening, but I think a lot of people realize that they didn't have to rely on a gym for their fitness as as much as they missed it at the outset. I think when we kind of settled into this, you know, a few months in and realized this might be a short term thing but it's gonna be a long short term thing, they realized that, okay, I'm gonna to have to find an alternative for this. So then finding finding ways to get active outside, get active in the home, make use of household stuff they had, or, you know, be on the wait list for all the fitness equipment that's that's sold out and waiting for it to come in. But kind of now going that way where, okay, like how do I look at my fitness now? How do I integrate it into my life? Mm -hmm. Instead of making a routine around going to the gym and doing gym things and seeing gym people, just living in general a more active lifestyle so then you know getting uh, online programming kind of ends up being a way of supporting that active lifestyle uh, and helping them be able to maintain that uh, through a long period of time through older age without having those injuries and things
2: i think that also comes down to intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation right so people who have been using the gym there's all these extrinsic factors that are encouraging them to be at the gym be present there's other people other people can see them they can see other people whereas now you have to really look inward for your motivation there's no one watching you there's no one pushing you it's up to you and you have to make that choice for yourself so in that regard i think you're right that you know this has been a good opportunity for people to actually find that motivation within themselves instead of using you know well i've been paying 150 dollars a month for this gym membership or my friend at the gym is going to ask me why i wasn't there right those are good motivational factors but to look inside yourself and actually find motivation is a lot stronger in the long run and in longevity for your life
0: yeah and i think that you can't compare the two I, you're, you're absolutely right about the um External versus the internal, uh, or extrinsic versus the intrinsic. If you want to use the big words, um, I'm pretty
2: sure they're about the same letters. But yeah.
0: <laughs> but it sounds smarter.
2: <laughs> it's got a weird. <laughs> <in> it.
0: <laughs> um, but. It's the, just
1: the, harder to say. It is harder to say.
0: <laughs> but like interestingly, you know, if we look at the business model of a uh, commercial gym. Uh, and especially like a box gym. A box gym requires you to have, I can't remember what the number is, but it's a certain amount of people per square foot on average uh, as members. And it's ridiculous. It might be like a (laughs) hundred.
1: Doesn't sound very COVID safe. (laughs) No, but
0: it's what that means is that you need a lot of people to sign up for your gym that don't ever actually use it, right? You need something like Ten or 15 percent of the member base to use the gym regularly for it to like kind of maintain its hum but you don't want more than that because any more than that then the gym gets too busy and you don't actually have the staff or the space or the ability to serve that many people uh, at once And that's where you see gyms starting to uh, like back in back in the old times, the before times, uh, putting like timers on treadmills and things like that. I mean, obviously more more um, uh, common at the lower cost gyms, but that still like even that model um, in the States, we saw a lot of big gyms fail in Canada, we saw. Fewer uh, of these groups fail. But, I mean, Planet Fitness filed for bankruptcy. Um, here Steve it was Nash. Steve Nash. that uh, Steve Nash Fitness World that filed for bankruptcy. Uh, and that's just because of everybody saying, like, I can't go, I'm not going to pay you, versus the old attitude of like, because I mean like everybody's under financial stress right now too. We can't deny that. Everybody is is totally stressed out about money because how how many millions of jobs were lost through this time? I mean, some of them are starting to come back, but a lot of them aren't. And a lot of the new jobs that are being created are lower quality jobs, less pay. So it changes the opportunity of the people that would normally support a commercial gym. When we go to boutique gyms, um, you have exactly what Jess was saying earlier, where if you thought it sucked when you had to pay 120, 150, I mean, at this point, if they can't get as many people in or as many people through per day, um, they need more staff or more staffing time to be able to clean it. Well,
2: or cleaning fees, period. Yeah, to have Mm -hmm.
0: external cleaners come in and, and, you know, like have a separate staff of cleaners or what have you that just adds to the overhead of opening these businesses so now's not a great time to open a gym maybe i mean it could be the perfect time to open a gym if you've got the capital but i i would argue that it's actually a pretty like until we know a little bit more or until we can um come to some sort of reasonable uh agreement or get that so efficient that you know we can cut the costs that we're seeing uh come in right now it's it's tough and then On the flip side of that you as a consumer you as the person that's going in to use that uh, you have to trust the you know the protocols that are being put in place that create the pressure on the business some of the businesses are going to get really really desperate and get you back at any cost and we've seen that in a few places uh, and I don't have specific examples, but I've read about places where as soon as the gyms opened, they became COVID hotspots just right away. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna give most all of the gyms credit because they're doing everything that they can, but it is just one of those situations where if somebody being irresponsible shows up either for work or just to work out and they are positive and they they become like, you know, they could be the asymptomatic super spreader and that sucks for (laughs) everybody like i mean the stigma that's placed on the business if you have to shut down because of of uh, COVID exposure um i feel like that could be tough to come back from but then secondly you know if you're um like if you're hearing about that on the news then it can also feel like, well, maybe it's not safe to go back to gyms yet.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I know for me, like, that's why I haven't been to a gym because I like I definitely miss it as someone who went to a gym and like training with barbells. I am I miss doing that. But I've kind of found a groove with my fitness at home where it's not so much that I'm trying to mimic all the things I did at a gym. But now I'm trying to figure out how to make the space that I have work for me so that I can maintain my fitness, enjoy my fitness, um, and not worry about me being the asymptomatic carrier going into a space and maybe spreading it to all these people at a gym. Because I feel pretty confident in my health that I'll be okay, but if I found out I tested positive and had been at a gym and been here and here and here, like that's
2: kind of more the fear for me rather than me you know being harmed through this see for me i haven't returned for a couple reasons one i can't justify the cost anymore when i have a large amount of gym equipment in my home i have everything i technically need i just need to be creative with it not only that i'm not wasting time driving or walking to and from the gym anymore so i actually usually gain about a half an hour of workout time i don't need to rush home to shower i don't need it's right there I can literally say, you know what, it's workout time, I walk away from my workspace, I work out for 30 to 45 minutes, and then I shower and I'm done in an hour. Whereas before, my gym circuit would be two hours, two and a half hours to get to the gym, get set up, say hi to everybody. And yeah, I liked that part. It was nice to be removed from my home and from my work, but it just hasn't been worth it for me. Like It didn't give me enough in order to justify my Mm. return. I'd rather just take that extra money I'm saving and spend it on putting equipment in my home.
0: So what about the psychological aspect then? Because I think that we have a hard bias that we have to kind of keep in check because um, although I will admit that I also have a lot of gym equipment and sometimes my workout is the mental contemplation of doing a workout. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been there I too. honestly think that's usually half of it.
0: Yeah, and it's like <laughs> where you're staring at the weights and going like, well, you know, I really, I guess I could probably vacuum right now too. You know, <laughs> do oh, my should I take the dog out? Oh man, like do some dishes. Yeah, totally. No, um, like
2: avoidance 101.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, there it is, right? But... We, we also, like, as the three of us are you know in the fitness industry, we have to keep in check that that's a high motivation for us because that's the, our nine to five and it becomes our five to nine as well. Um, for most people, especially if they're trying to get into a home routine and just a quick reminder, and this might be the sponsorship note, we do uh, uh, offer at-home programming if you're interested.
1: What? We do.
0: We do. Oh, Since
1: how convenient.
0: Since
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Time is irrelevant. <laughs> is it still March? I don't know. Is it 2040? I
2: think like the like leaves are July.
1: changing. <laughs> July like it's it's warm. I think but it might cool. be,
0: it might be like Maytober. Maytober. Yeah.
2: But you're right though there is a psychological component to be going to a gym and have that sense of community. Yeah. And that's an important part of human health is not just you know exercising, but, but having medical. a social component to physical movement. Right. Um, humans are meant as to be social beings. They are meant to move, mm-hmm. they're meant to love. And having those things all intertwined in a gym space can be a big driver for a lot of people. So if people aren't getting that from a gym space, make sure that you're still getting those important parts of being a human.
1: Well, and a lot of people aren't getting them from their workspace. Like there are people now who their entire life can be done without leaving their house, which in some way has its comforts. It's like, oh, this is so convenient, but like you're staring at a computer for everything, Mm -hmm. for your work, for your entertainment, for your workout. Uh, you're you're not leaving the house so yeah then where do we get that sense of community where where do we get
2: where do we get the love
0: our workouts can be printed
2: But so in one uh, one realm, what we do is we have a sense of community online. Uh, we use a Facebook group and we also do check ins with our clients every week. But if you're not doing something like our program planning, make sure that you are still connected to somebody in a way that helps drive you for fitness. So that can even just be something as simple as messaging a friend and saying, "Hey, today is workout day together. How did yours go? It can be that simple, that social uh, motivation, mm. right? Or just checking in on your friends. Hey, how are you doing lately? How are you finding exercise? Yeah. What's going on with you? right? And just checking in on your friends. And I think that's something we're learning a lot of this year is mental health and checking in on each other. I don't know about you, but this past year I've had more friends check in on me than ever before. And I've checked in on more people than I ever have before. Which is interesting because there's some people that just live far away from me and I never talk to them, but this year I've talked to them. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're clawing at all the social relationships you've ever created. So even though this year has made us feel socially distanced, for me it's made me feel more socially networked Mm -hmm. and I don't know about everybody else.
0: I think one of the cool things, going back just a couple of points in, in your soliloquy there, (laughs) Um, but going back to that there's also like with the proliferation of all these online video services whether it's Google meet or zoom or house party or anything else another really cool one that I just read about and I guess if I had friends it would be a good um, place to start but you actually set up a house party time where you work out at the same time with somebody so you're doing your own thing but you guys can like chat you Mm -hmm. can um, like look over, you know, make fun of them for whatever they can be, you know, checking in on you. And it, that sounds kind of like a cool thing. It's it's a little bit harder to set up, but um, it sounded charming to me, yeah. and so I wanted to throw that in here because I thought that sounded fun. But uh, I don't want either of you around while I'm working out. To be Why frank, not? With you. <laughs>
1: um, you know that I'm so positive. I would be such a good cheerleader for your exercise. I would never comment on your form ever.
2: (laughs) And you know, that idea might seem a little weird at first, but we have to remember as humans and as fitness humans, we're highly adaptable. But in the first little bit, we like to push back to that adaptation, right? We like to say, well, that's not the same way things were. I don't like it. And there's that initial phase of it but humans are meant to adapt that's what we've done for hundreds and thousands of years we've adapted to the environment that we're in and maybe this seems really weird and crazy right now and we just want things to go back to the way we they were so badly but eventually we'll adapt we'll get better and we'll find a new way that's why we've existed as long as we have on this planet
0: yeah that's true um this too shall pass i think is the uh a thing it might but we might be like that's the thing is that living right now um, we are so used to the instant instant I can say that word instant
2: <laughs> instant
0: instant, um, <laughs> instant the instant nature of everything in the world right it's the Amazon effect uh, same-day delivery if I don't get it now right
2: Amazon now
0: right exactly right now yeah exactly um, but if I don't get it right now, then I'm out, right? Like we, we kind of have like- gratification. The instant gratification effect exactly, right? So social media um, and again, like these shopping services and what have you, like we want things now. And that's not a sense of entitlement. That's just the reality of the world that we live in.
2: It's so
0: habit. Yeah. And so for us to say this is only temporary, temporary means- like a minute to 10 years like in the span of a life right like we may never go back to the before times but we should be okay with that because we'll get to a new normal i mean technically wherever you are it's the new normal but we will get to some semblance of where we were before with some modifications and i think that's a good thing because as we've touched on there is a big mental health component that's come to light which is super important for most of us because we were living unsustainably before this i would argue we were living high stress we were living at the edge of our our uh, resources we were living you know and and this is the time to take stock of that and say like this is what i need to turn off a windows computer so that it doesn't beep during the podcast this is what i'm incredibly sorry you're you're fine um, <laughs> i just thought i'd draw attention to it because it's funny <laughs> but but this is what we need to to sit with this and say like okay where do we go from here It, it like this is actually an opportunity this is actually a good opportunity uh, and i'm talking in general but of course like as we specify it into fitness this is interesting because this could mean that we take the 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 ritual um, the evangelicalism the bigness out of fitness and it becomes just part of our personal hygiene right like if if there's not the opportunity to have to create a ritual around going to a gym then Doing your workout at home becomes tantamount to like showering at home, brushing your teeth at home, doing all these other things that are just intrinsic to the experience of, you know, where you are. And
2: it kind of takes the pressure off. It also just makes it feel more attainable. Like instead of seeing all these huge fitness companies with these fitness models and you're like, well, I'll never have that. But when it's just working out at home to make yourself move so you feel better, that's just so much more realistic.
0: Right. So we've been rambling for about a half hour.
2: <laughs> we tend to do that.
0: It's it's true. But that's okay.
1: <laughs> do do we want to finish with like a few tips that might make working out at home a little bit easier? Yes,
0: yes you do.
2: Do I? Oh. Yeah,
0: apparently. It's I like how you brought that we up, but it's actually you. So why don't you lead this one? What's your I do favorite that? tip, Dee? What's,
2: I do that
1: as a trainer, too. I like to say we're going to do this, even though I'm the person telling the client that they're going to do it all alone. Mm, but it just makes them There's that extrinsic motivation gonna again. We're going to do
0: some kettlebell swings. <laughs> when By I say we, we, we I mean only you.
1: I I mean mean you. you. <laughs> only you. You're going to get sweaty. I'm going to sit here and be like, yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I might make some adjustments on your form. But as we talked about uh, getting into workouts at home, uh it can feel really convenient but there are ways as cam had mentioned that um we can procrastinate really well and when we're at home it's really easy to find uh, distractions that's why i'm here
0: like <laughs> procrastinating i'm like the fitness loki
1: but um so some ways that you can make fitness fit in more comfortably at home are um setting a separate is <laughs> too
2: distracting
0: Setting a separate. Let's
2: let's each share one of our favorite at-home fitness. Yeah, well, you're in the middle of one, so why don't you go ahead and finish? Sorry, I forgot we were filming, and I sniffed my armpit. That's what happened, everybody. Okay, (laughs) continue, D.
1: You're good. I can't smell you from here, so that's great. Oh my gosh, I can. How about you guys at
0: home? Can you smell her?
1: (laughs) Anyway, fitness tip for at home: (laughs) you can create a fitness space that is separate from your. Everything else space if that's what you have right now. So keep it separate from your work Maybe don't do it in the same space that you relax read a book watch TV Whatever it is designate space even if it means Rearranging a couple things before your workout. That would be a great warm-up for your workout Uh, But just giving yourself a fitness space that you feel like you're in the gym You can't leave it to do dishes. You can't leave it to watch your show or
2: whatever You can make it that that time and space for your health and fitness I would say my tip is make an appointment for yourself so we make appointments all day every day for all sorts of different things we make an appointment and we say we're going to show up to work and we're always there we make an appointment with our doctor and we show up so make an appointment for yourself you set the time where you're planning on starting and you're ready for that time it's an appointment to take care of yourself people often see it as it's a responsibility i have to do this so i can be a certain way no 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 no. it's an appointment to take care of yourself it's you time and you can use that time however you want you can end up doing a really vigorous workout or you can end up doing just a really gentle movement flow it can be five minutes it can be an hour it doesn't matter but it's an appointment that you've made with yourself and you should honor that because you are important and the only person that cares about you is you. Realistically, you are number one to you. So make sure you treat yourself that way. I'm sure other people care care about about you. You know what I mean. The The only person who puts yourself as number one is yourself.
0: I think, um, can I add to that? Yes, please. Um, My sister introduced me to a really great saying um, and then has proceeded to remind me of it very, very often because I've needed it. (laughs) but you have to put your own oxygen mask on first right like it's it's the analogy of a plane um and let's just say the plane has lost some altitude it's not going down it's just suddenly lost some altitude but it's safe um and the oxygen masks drop down you have to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help anybody else and that's a really important distinction because if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first you're going to become very quickly less reliable to put on anybody else's So you can't help anybody else till you help yourself, you can't save anybody else, you can only save yourself. Whatever the permutation of that statement is, that's where I think you have to go with this, and I emphatically agree with that. Um, I would also, if I can add to your point, apparently my point is just like piling on top of your guys' points, but that's okay. If you don't have a separate space, because not everybody has the luxury of living in a giant home like you, Dee. Um,
1: <laughs> I know.
2: I'm living large. Pretty no. sure it's still an apartment, Kim. <laughs> she it's live a townhouse. Apart- it's a townhouse. It's a townhouse-y apartment.
0: Um, it has multiple Apartment-y floors. apartment townhouse? She has stairs in her place. The
2: apartment downstairs for me has two floors. Just saying. Still so. an apartment. Okay. Think about that.
0: This is... Deviating. Anyway, <laughs> um,
2: at home fitness tips.
0: But if you don't have the space to set up a separate room, like so, if you have like a home office, um, I think it's okay to set up the home office as your gym space because it is separated from the living space. I agree with that. But if you don't, if you don't have that luxury for whatever reason, I would suggest utilizing the appointment structure as as Jess has said. Um, And making some space somewhere in your place if you can or, you know, use some of the furniture that you have to assist with that. But what I would say is put on some music or do something that is slightly different. Change the tone of the room so it becomes workout specific. And I think that's important because that way you have something that is separate from your regular house time. Mm -hmm. that's important because you if you start blending the two you start losing one and usually that's going to be the motivation around the fitness the other thing too that is my pure tip that of course you guys are welcome to add to because i've added to yours is be easy on yourself if you're finding it really hard to stay motivated that's okay things suck right now for a lot of us there's and not everything sucks but certain things suck and they're new things that suck so they're hard not to think about and that can sap your motivation that energy that you're using to worry about that stuff and i'm not saying it's right or wrong to worry about that stuff but that energy that you're using takes away from your ability to motivate yourself to work out and that's okay we are all a little bit more depressed than we were at this time last year And I want to make sure that we are staying really kind to ourselves as well as we enter fall and eventually winter Because all of that stuff that we were talking about about having the like workouts outside For a lot of people in a lot of places is no longer going to be reasonable You can't go out in six feet of snow or like whatever happens or like in torrential rain uh, You know or biting cold temperatures and do the same kind of stuff that you would do in the spring or summer or even early fall. So be kind to yourself, reach out, as we've talked about, reach out to your friends, reach out to us, Um, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to help you with some other things and we'd love to know what you guys would like to talk about. So email us at threewavefitness at or at us at the number three which I should have specified that the email is also the number three. But the number three wave underscore fitness on what? We have Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Twitter.
2: Tweeter. Um, And Patreon.
0: And we have a Patreon page, which is where if you're in an area that is outside of the lower mainland of British Columbia, Canada, you can connect with us for our services which is programming uh we have
2: you can get an early release of this podcast
0: you can get an early release of this podcast you could have listened to this already it might be the year 3000 when they're listening to this and i you know like i don't know where i was going with that uh,
1: you also get access to our facebook community where you can ask questions we share some tips we share our own personal fitness journey our, our day-to-day struggles and Highs and lows. All right. And we
0: also have a a weekly expanding YouTube channel where we go through exercise breakdowns. We've got quick flow videos. Uh, Check it out. What was
1: that? Weekly expanding or weekly expanding? It it could be it could be interpreted both ways. Is it weekly expanding or is it a weekly expanding? YouTube channel.
2: I don't understand what she's talking about.
0: There's no about, A but... in weekly, if that's what you're saying.
2: Oh, okay. That's, oh. that's what I was. <laughs> I did not understand. I meant that the at all. time, weekly.
0: <laughs> not daily, not monthly, but weekly.
1: It was ambiguous. <laughs> I wanted to clarify.
0: Uh, have you felt like do you it's feel better? clarified?
1: I do, yeah. Like
0: butter? Because I feel like a lobster right now.
1: You don't look like one. I feel like
0: Alright. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us for our first podcast. We will be back with another podcast when we do that one. And then you can listen to it. I'll Yay. work on the sign-off before that. Goodbye.
1: Okay, bye! bye.